You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What is going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex podcast. I'm your host, Steve V. This is episode 357, and I'm joined by two guys that have something in common. They both have a three-name minimum when referring to them. <laughs> I'll add two more. To, I'll add two more to the mix. Starting off with the very talented and handsome Jeremy Ross Lopez. Hello. How you doing, Jeremy? <laughs> I'm good this week. How are you? Good, good, good. I want to hear all about Nashville in just a second. I'm also joined by the wise and sexy Cody Maurice Dorgette. How the hell are you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. Three names is where it's at, honey. If you have less than three names, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I know. I need to start. I mean, the funny thing is Steve V is for my middle name, Vicente. And so See? I, should, I, I go by that. You but have three names, to... too. We all have three I... names. Yeah, and I added two more to your mix, so you're, you're welcome. Thank you, darling. Thank you. <laughs> well, so much to talk about on episode 357, but before I get started, Jeremy, you were just in Nashville. Nashville seems to be the hotspot. Everything I turn on right now is talking about Nashville. What I know. Can you tell us it about was your trip? so fun, and I was actually really shocked. So I am not a big country uh, follower and mm -hmm. fan. But it was actually a lot, a lot of fun. Everyone's super nice. And the live music and bands are so talented. It makes it really worthwhile. The barbecue is amazing, which is like one of my favorite uh, sauces and types of food. So that's big there. Um, and it was just a lot of fun late night on Broadway, where like most of the bars are downtown. And there were a bunch of cuties. We did do oh. one one gay bar night and drag show, and that was a blast. And I ended up going with uh, a bunch of family and friends. We were a party of twenty. Oh, oh my goodness! God. Yeah, so we and got you made two it townhouses. To a gay bar. Yeah, we got two townhouses side by side on Airbnb that were uh, each slept ten people, and so we stayed like right outside downtown, and then Ubered like into the city to go out every single night and we stayed out so late way later than i do here in boston but it was a blast <laughs> how fun listen nashville is not just country too it's music i mean it's all it's definitely yeah. has country but it's known as i think one of the music capitals if i'm not mistaken mm -hmm. right yeah Cody? so when you are when right. we were leaving there was uh the country music awards was the the day we were flying out, unfortunately, oh my we were, goodness. we almost stayed another <laughs> night, but the weather was awful. So we were like, we're not going to postpone the trip just to 
stay for that because it was downpouring the last day. Yeah, they closed down the red carpet on those awards. They yeah, were like I heard. having to kind of yeah, it was a big deal. So, but no, I'm dying to go to Nashville. I know it's a ton of fun. And did you like the gay bar that you went to? You were Yeah, I did. There was a bunch of cuties and the music was good. It was a fun chill vibe. It's definitely more uh lax than other gay clubs that I've been to before. That's so cool. Nice. Did you break yeah. out your co- uh cowboy boots? No, I did not. <laughs> and will not. Next I have time. a feeling. You can borrow mine. Nine and a half. I bought, That's what I I bought some denim clothes, but I was uh, all set with the cowboy boots and hats. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, my goodness. Cody, I trust you had a good Easter Sunday. It was fabulous. We, Joe and I, my boyfriend, we drove down to South Jersey to, and we spent a little bit of time with my mom. And then he went and had dinner with his family. And I had dinner with my great aunt, who I finally told, I showed her a picture of me and Joe and my mother. And she said, who's that guy? And I said, that's my boyfriend. And she said, oh, is he Puerto Rican? <laughs> oh, close <laughs> Italian. <laughs> he's, he's close Italian. I think she was, and uh, I think she was more shocked that he wasn't Puerto Rican than the fact that I was gay or because I'm not, I, it's not something that we had really discussed before. But yeah, she, she was more taken aback that he wasn't Puerto Rican. And I was that's like, hilarious. oh, okay, all right, that's fine. My mom was like, you, yeah, everybody knows, Cody. It's not a secret. Yeah. <laughs> so it was fun. It was I good. I love that. Yeah, she was I like, love your family's. Go, go ahead. ahead. What were you going to say? I just love how your families are uniting and you're meeting each other's families. Yeah. And interesting note, we're going to be talking about race and sex on Wednesday oh, cool. for uh, our Tags Live show. And so, and it's funny how that comes about. There's a lot of stories coming up recently about race and sex or ethnicity and sex or yeah. who within our own LGBTQ plus world. So sometimes we don't think about that. Right. And so, but it's a big effect on it. And yeah. So yeah, I love that. Though. And she said to, she said to me that next time you come down, you have to bring him to meet me. And I said, okay, Titi, you got it. <laughs> deal. Deal. Yeah. Love that. Well, We are so excited because Tag's podcast, Talk About Gay Sex, has been nominated, what, for a CyberSocket Award. CyberSocket.com is all about, they do porn, all the latest, greatest on what's going on in the porn industry. They've been around for a couple decades now. They got bought out and are revamped. So they are doing their awards ceremony next month in West Hollywood at a bar called Heart, which many of you may remember the old Rage Bar in West Hollywood on Santa Monica Boulevard, and uh, Lance Bass bought it, so he revamped it, and yeah, so the awards are happening there. We're nominated for Best Sex Podcast. That's amazing. Really, so so excited about that. You know, a lot of these awards, when you look at them, they are all about the performers, and that's great, and we get it. And so I really like this awards ceremony because they've got best toy brand in there. They've got things like clothing line out there. Um, 
obviously, like I said, yeah, best gay apparel, go-go of the year, which is kind of cool. What? Influencer of the year, best gay bar. And for us New Yorkers here, uh, $3 bill is on the nominated. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. So kind of, I know you've gone there. I've gone there with you, Cody. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of fun. So, um, but people we've had on the show are nominated. So we've got, I don't know if you remember Jacob and Harley, Cody. We had them on Tags Live. They're uh, for best duo of the year. And my favorite, D'Angelo Jackson, is is voted for Top Cock, as well as epic ass wow and i figured you would like that jeremy epic (laughs) ass (laughs) just to give you a little um i don't know if you know some of these devin franco is one of them felix yeah okay felix fox and him (laughs) michael boston and i just love all of them sky knox um eddie ct surjet Bo Butler, and like I said, D'Angelo Jackson, who gets my vote there. But really excited to be in Best Gay Podcast, Sex Podcast. And you guys, we need your help. So you guys can vote for us. That's how we're going to win. And I'm asking you guys, listeners out there, to go to CybersocketAwards.com and vote for us by May 5th. You have till May 5th. So cybersocketawards.com. Do us a favor. Go on there and vote for us as your favorite sex podcast. Uh, we're really excited about that. In other news, um, we are doing our deeper conversation for our Patreon members on the Discord platform on Tuesday, next Tuesday, April 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time from the subcategory and above. If you want to join the conversation, last month was really deep and really bonding, I would say. Oh, yeah. You can go to, yeah, you can go to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast, grab the subcategory and above, and join us next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, well, let's get into some hot topics. So much to talk about. You know, an update, we were reporting on that bar over in your hood, Brooklyn, that bar Rash, Uh where a suspect um, lit fire to the bar, and it was a whole big thing. Well, they finally found a suspect, and they charged him in connection to the April 3rd arson, like I said, of Rash, an LGBTQ bar in New York, John Lota, who's 24, was arrested on April 13th, according to a news release by the Department of Justice. Lota was captured on security video at a nearby gas station, filling a canister with gasoline. He then alleged to have gone to the club and poured gas on the floor. Another video shows him throwing a cigarette on the floor talking about stupid here it didn't light (laughs) he then uses the cigarette lighter to ignite the fire an authority said causing an explosion security video also captured lota running from the club so you know it's really interesting too because uh, you know we all heard about the recent subway shooting yeah the that just happened here in new york thank god nobody was 
killed in yeah. that. But thanks to surveillance video, you know, New York, you can't get away with anything here because of surveillance <laughs> video. And do you and miss your early days of that, Jeremy, of living here, of knowing that you're I being definitely watched? don't miss the MTA whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you you rode MTA subway a lot. Would yeah. this make you nervous to get back on the subway, knowing what happened? Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, I agree. Um, Cody, it, it must be, though, refreshing to know that surveillance cameras in New York City, at least, if nothing else can be said, is on it when it comes to camera work and finding their suspects. In, I mean, there's millions and millions of people here in oh, the yeah. city that we live in, and they managed to find this. Is he's a suspect now? But mm -hmm. it all deduces that he's the one that started this fire at Rash. Aren't you happy for living in New York to know oh, about yeah. our police? Yeah, it does. It makes me feel more comfortable that they caught both of the people that did these egregious, horrible things to the, the general populace in New York City. Um, I can't walk down the street without somebody being all up in my business already. So I'm glad that we're all out here looking for out for each other. So that's what we need to be doing. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, the well, Easter Sunday was happening. The White Party, of course, was happening. It was busy weekend. Coachella mm -hmm. was in effect, of course, as we all know. Everyone's familiar with it, whether you've gone to it or not. Well, there's a rapper who goes by Isaiah Rashad has broken. He performed at Coachella. He broke his silence following the leak of a sex tape in February. The video in question went viral on the internet as it appeared to depict Rashad having sex with another man. Ooh. Rashad's 30, black, established himself as a hip-hop artist with his album Sevilla Demo, The Sun's Tirade, and The House is Burning. And for the most part, he's kept his personal life private. Not anymore, though. <laughs> though... <laughs> does acknowledge having three children with previous relationships and has spoken about his addiction to Xanax in the past. Well, he's risen to a new level of fame earlier this year following the leak of the sex tape which spread on social media. Well, he took to Coachella to create this huge video, kind of like an entrance video. I watched it. I'll post it on tagspodcast.com where he addresses all the controversy of Everybody commenting, most of it positive, but people having thoughts on it. Because I think we forget everybody is not Little Nas X, right? Yeah. And even people like you may know, Tyler, the creator, mm -hmm. are really the only queer male performers um, in hip-hop culture. And black culture in general, I think, is really a tough race to kind of come out as being gay. I mean, Cody, you yep. can speak to this more than anybody oh, yeah. else. Um, it does remind me though, uh, I watched over the weekend and I really recommend everybody to watch this. It's on HBO or HBO max, Gerard Carmichael's Rathaniel. Yes. It's his one man show. It's so good. Gerard has been around for a while, but he finally in this, one hour special it's a comedy special here in new york at blue note and it's kind of interactive it's shot really well it's 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 moody 
It's really good. And he comes out in, he's a black comedian, comes mm-hmm. out in the special. I'll let everybody watch it to, um, speaking of three names, I could tell you this part. That is his third, Gerard is his middle name. Nathaniel okay. is his first name, which ah. the whole story behind, which he does not like, and he tells a whole story on how he came to the name Nathaniel. It's hilarious. And his coming out story, which is just moving. I highly, highly recommend this special to you guys. But also being black, he talks about being black. I mean, Cody, what are your thoughts on just this rapper, Isaiah, coming out and taking control over this sex tape kind of thing? I love it. I think that he... I'm glad he's getting ahead of it and really creating his own narrative. Bisexual, uh, bisexuals do exist, and he doesn't. His sexuality, he gets to define that. Nobody else gets to tell him what he is, who he is, who he can love. So I'm glad that he's out here defining it for himself. Yeah, good point that you mentioned the fact that bisexuality, because he's not, he didn't say he's gay in this. You're not going to see that on the Conchella video or any of that. He addresses it. And so many of the people, if you watch the video on Twitter, so many of the people were just, he almost got a little choked up um, because of the support, the ultimate support that he got at this. I mean, Jeremy, it's interesting because he's a black man who has a sex tape out there. Um, you're n- such a huge fan of Kim K, who's <laughs> kind of widely known for her sex tape. We all know the story of Pam Anderson. The interesting mm-hmm. thing about those two is they're also marginalized groups, too, as being women. But what do you think of the impact? Because uh, he's a black man. Would I, be I think it's this. like I think it's really smart that he wrote his own narrative and got ahead of it like Cody said, and I think uh, it it somewhat reminds me, not that they're in the same field, but just that they're both uh, well-known people. I remember when Mark Jacobs was like slandered for uh, throwing like a sex party or something, and his way of squashing it was just like admitting that he has sexual needs and he's a gay man and he's going to live his life. And I, I like like honesty and just like getting ahead of it blowing up to being something way bigger than it needs to be. So, I mean, it reminds me some of that similar situation where it helps just to come forward with like what happened and just be straightforward about it and confident in your own and then just let the rest be what it becomes right out. Yeah. Such a good example, Mark, the Mark Jacobs, because, you know, it's different because many of you might know that lascivious guy, we're going to talk about it on Wednesday, Ed Buck, who, on the other hand, you know, Mark Jacobs just had a sex party and that got leaked out. Yeah, maybe drugs were being had, but everybody was adults at these parties. And that's mm-hmm. what he was mm-hmm. kind of owning up to. This guy had a sex tape. When you talk about Kim K, Pam Anderson, they're doing things that many of us do all the time. Right? It's just that somebody leaked these out, which that's the real grossness of, to me, of all yes. this. It's like, seriously. Cancel that person. 
cancel that person and what was your motive and really what did you get out of this? And it kind of backfired in the case of this Isaiah Rashad because he headlining one of the headliners at Coachella put a whole, you know, if you've ever seen Janet Jackson, she does these great opening montages of video and it was kind of that like really larger than life, putting all the headlines out there like, now what? Now what? Motherfucker. Like, what you gonna say now? I yes. own it. Like, and when you have that added, it's so the real lascivious players are, I think you're right. When somebody tries to write your own narrative for you, it's mm -hmm. like reclaim it back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, reclaim it back. Reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Maxine I'm, said it best. <laughs> the great thing for me, for someone like myself who loves pop culture and, and really kind of, you know, just left of center pop culture, I am now looking up Isaiah Rashad and probably going to download his music. Would not have heard of him before until yep. this story, you know, went public. And so... I think, yeah, it backfired because now I'm going to, I'm interested. And I saw his opening and it looked like he was great. So just, I love that. So I love yep. when things backfire like that. I agree. I'm going to go look up his music and I'm going to go look up the sex tape. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I'm kind of, I kind of was going to look for that too. I didn't have enough time. And, yeah. and I can't find anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we each but I haven't checked then... Twitter yet, so. Oh, Check okay. the Twitter, and Jeremy's always good on this too. You are too. The Twitter Kirby, so and what the Tumblr, gonna, we can get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, your Kim K will just real on a sidebar note was at Coachella. Did you see her, Jeremy? No, I didn't. I saw her sisters there. Okay, she did a great interview for E Entertainment, and it was enjoyable to say the least. Of course, so, she yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, of course she did. She said, "We have houses in Palm Springs, so why wouldn't I be here?" Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, well, Pride is coming up, you guys, and I'm super excited. I think this, I think this year, this year is the year, right, where we're going to be able to really celebrate. The last two, three years just have been, you know, virtual, and that's no fun. Well, there's a new question being asked, no kink at Pride? That's the question being asked about because of family values. A disturbing trend that seems to be gaining more credibility with each passing year is a call from some leftist internet voices to prohibit nudity, kink, BDSM, and other expressions of sexuality from Pride festivities. The argument echoes with eerily precision that of the conservative right centering, centering on the discourse around children. Phrases like family-friendly are being weaponized in a recall to familiar anti-gay stereotypes of pedophilia and sexual predation. And in fact, According to this article by Out.com, we are seeing it today as the Don't Say Gay bill sweeps across the nation. Uh, so I'll put this up on Tank's podcast because it's kind of an interesting article and a look at the upcoming Pride season, which essentially asks, looks at our history, does a good job of talking about our history of gay prides has always been about being sexualized and people really being free and yeah. for some people it means 
the BDSM culture. Um, I don't know, Jeremy, what's your thoughts on this? Because you and I, thank, thanks to you, when you used to work at the Eagle, you got me and my boyfriend at the time on the Eagle float Oh at my God, the that Gay was so Pride fun. Parade. Yeah, so it was kind of an interesting hybrid because here we are at the iconic New York Gay Pride, but the Eagle, which is a BDSM bar, had a float, and you invited me and my boyfriend. We were so excited. We there was so much going on on that float, right? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, what's your thoughts about this? Do you think that we're kind of taking a backward turn on family friendly? And I, and what's your thoughts on? Or do you think people are? Or do you think people are going too far? I think people are taking like. I think that they are trying too hard to compartmentalize like an amazing event that's able to include so many different walks of life no matter what your sexuality is what you look like what you're into and i think that fetish and bdsm is just part of our community and it has a place like everyone has a place on that specific day to celebrate life and i think that there's no reason for it to be taken out. And I think that anyone that has a problem with it should probably just stay home and watch the pride parade from their, like the safety of their own home, whatever they feel they want to monitor for their kids to see and not see. And, and then if you're able to happily go out and go to a parade with your kids talk to them about what they see yeah you know what i mean it's not it's yes. not gays having sex on the street it's gays wearing leather jock straps or a leather vest or hand handing out flags and things like that so i just think that there's a time and a place and i think that people are grown enough to make their own decisions and i definitely do not think or agree with the fact that it should just be removed from pride altogether. So well stated. And yes. I a hundred percent, 20% agree with you because from what I remember my first pride parades in San Francisco, California, when I was just a young in or like 2020, I think I went to my first pride parade and I was so excited and I was I saw families, I saw straight people there too. And you're right. It's a it's 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 a time to even have a conversation with people that don't know about this. Mm -hmm. One of my best friends, uh, who you know, Frank in LA, his godchildren and his the mother of those children have always brought the children and exposed them to LGBTQ plus world from little children so it never became a big deal that when they became adults and yeah. it just really got the conversation going and it was just an opportunity not a chance to and it's it's always been pushing the boundaries the gay community is always celebrated with boas and and the jock straps and leather and and it's you know what you're getting into and it's just a celebration of love and life um yeah. Cody, what are your thoughts right. on this so I think that this is coming about because people are coming out younger and younger every day. So I think that part of it is that our, our younger LGBTQ members of our community 
should be allowed and should be welcome welcomed at Pride as well, without having to see things that are. But I mean, well, things that are uh, sexually uh, above their age group. I should say that I was trying to find the, the most appropriate way to say that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but you know what this this article does a really good job of expressing the fact that you really don't see sexual activity happening at gay prides around the world. They make a, a concerted effort that you only see stuff like that at like the iconic Folsom Street Fair, which is a BDSM festival. You will see that, and obviously, I wouldn't. You know, if you had a problem with that, you were not going to bring your kids to that. Yeah. That you're not nudity isn't allowed, and and by the way, in San Francisco, it's the one day within the confines of the parade and festival of Folsom that it is allowed, and we're talking like a three block radius that it is allowed to be nude at those at that function for that time frame for those four hours, right? And so mm-hmm. that is allowed, but. It isn't allowed at gay pride parades around the country that, you know, sex isn't allowed and nudity isn't allowed, but wearing kind of what you want and and being free and very skimpy. I mean, no one's going to say anything. So I was going to say my my advice to people that are bringing younger LGBTQ people to pride is stay on in the main areas because off the beaten path, like in an alleyway, you are, you might see things that you don't want to necessarily see. And I, because pride is not Disney world at the end of the day. And I don't think that it should be allowed to be, should be conformed or converted into Disney world or a family, family friendly, friendly quote unquote, place because i think that it's it's about freedom at the end of the day and it's about the lgbtq rainbow which encompasses all of us you have one unheard message hi i was calling current the influencer marketing platform but i think i just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast well anyways i was calling current because i was told they could help get my brand set up on tiktok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand. And even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Yeah, I mean... It can be a hot mess, too. Don't get me wrong. We're not trying to sugarcoat. I've definitely had sex around the. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, but not on the main say- street. So make sure you stay where where the most people are. That way, you don't. But run that's into like things common that sense for adults that are like parents with children. Like, what are you gonna do walking down an alley right. with kids? Like, but see, you just don't belong there. <laughs> they will. They use that. And the fact that people are having sex at Pride to kind of impose their rules onto our lives. And I don't think that that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting because, you know, there's been stories and it's always the every year there's newer and newer huge companies wanting to align themselves with Pride. And, you know, the names get bigger and bigger. There's Chase Bank. There's... 
Amazon wanted to host one in, I believe it was Oregon. And um, it's just the alignment of the worlds when it's a profitable commodity makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. At least to the company. (laughs) But then, like you said, Cody, when there's a shift going on in our world, there's a shift going perhaps of younger and younger gays, but I would argue the younger and younger gays are free and they're the ones adding the LGBTQ plus IA on and on to our acronym. They're teaching us and more confident than ever before about polyamory, about, you know, all kinds of things. And, but I think there's a conservative wave movement happening across the country too, that, you know, because if you look at the history of gay pride parades, they, in from the seventies, men in hot pants, feather boas, leather community, dykes on bikes, dykes always on bikes. starts off the parade with leather biker chicks on freaking Harley Davidson's. And it's, if you can get there that early to witness it, it's freaking amazing. <laughs> but um, you just got to get up early. So, which is always the reason I missed it. But, hello. You know, Jack's on bikes. Hello. I've seen it it's one just, time. <laughs> yeah. If I was a parent, I would be exposing my kids, but I would be having, like you said, Jeremy, the conversation. And I also wouldn't be going down alleyways. And mm-hmm. to your point, Cody, would be staying in the main area. And I've gone before when I've gone with these godchildren that I spoke of a few minutes ago. And we left. I live in Chelsea. We went to Fifth Avenue when it used to go down. I'm not sure if that's still the route, but we went to Fifth Avenue. And we went to kind of like the heart of the main festival. And we probably hung out there a couple hours, had beads thrown out. I mean, it was so fun. Got a great view and then walked back. And I've gone other times where I've hung out in other areas with my friends and then gone to bar hopping afterwards, which that can get fun and crazy. I've been on a float, thanks to Jeremy, the Eagle float. And there was some crazy shit happening, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, as we were bored, waiting for the float to go around. Some guy was getting sucked on our float, but nobody could see it. Nobody could see it. They were being really (laughs) discreet. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it it can be a lot of things all at once. Yeah, it's that movie you saw, Cody. Everything, all at once. What's it called? (laughs) (laughs) Everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay, that's (laughs) gay pride. That is gay pride. And that's how it's supposed to be. Everything, everywhere, all at once. That's the best (laughs) title Ever. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) Well, let's move on. A recent Reddit thread. I got to get your guys' opinion on this because it's the age-old question on age gap. And a guy wrote in, asked the question, am I a bad adult? Well, you know you are if you're asking that. (laughs) Am I a bad... That's a good good title for a film, Bad Adult. I would watch that movie in a heartbeat. Um, Am I a bad adult for wanting to hook up with an 18-year-old? The guy apparently is 50-year-old. 50. So 50 and... 80 or 50, excuse me 80 50 <laughs> and 18 <laughs> um somebody wrote as a response i'm not going to throw judgment and i won't yuck your yum personally that's way too young for me and they might be in a delicate emotional state or catch feelings 
True. What I will say is to make sure he's actually 18. Okay. Like literally, no one needs to be going to jail over this thing. I would, that would be, that would be exactly where I'd be coming from too. It's like, check the receipts, check the ID, do a double check, run to a bar and have, you know, have them run that wand over it just to make sure because go meet I their mean, parents, do what you gotta do in order. Well, let's not get crazy, Cody. <laughs> um, somebody went on here and was like, uh, "Anyone who is already questioning their own ethic and moral standards yet goes and asks permission to proceed anyway from a group of strangers on the internet already had his mind made up with his answer and will do the opposite regardless." Oh, hilarious! My. I kind of I agree know. with that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. What? What? Tell me more, Jeremy. No, I just. And would you I do think, this? Would you I hook up with? I def- definitely think it's too young, and I think twenty-one is, is like the really youngest, and it's still pushing it for me. And that's coming from someone who's thirty-one. So I mean, there's my opinion on that. Fifty and eighteen, I think, is too big of an age gap. So just I'm just give... being honest with the fact that an 18 year old's mindset is such a different ballpark yep. than a 50 year old that I just don't find it's like a, a good situation to be in. And I just think there's so many different people to choose from. I don't see why you would have to be with someone that's 18. And I agree agree with the person that said, if you have to question it, if you have to question it, then you already know the answer. I do echo that because I I love that person's response to it. Um, In a little bit more info, they, this guy responded back and said, you know, I, this guy was the 18 year old was hitting because I think he started reading some of the comments and he's like just to be give you more insight this 18 year old is really into older guys and was really hitting him up doesn't that's fine but you can but you can like politely decline you know what I mean I don't know if I I don't think I would pursue it still even so I think a lot of this was sex too yeah um related so like but i also have have a brother that's 20 and a brother that's 16 so for me that age group is like just far off limits yeah i remember having a crush on your brother and you're like no bitch (laughs) (laughs) and and he's straight by the way and it was it was i was just he's like no i'm like okay Well, that one's 26, so that's a little oh, that bit that one's 26. Better. Okay, that's yeah. better. Okay, good. I was thinking of the wrong one. Yeah, okay. But 50, 26, yeah, big age gap. And he's straight, so there's that. Um, Cody, what are your thoughts on this? I just think that, like Jeremy said. How about, oh, wait, Cody, how about just answering that first question? Is he a bad adult for wanting to hook up with him? He is a bad adult. No. <laughs> I, you know what? Temptation is out there. I don't think he's a bad adult for even considering it. I just think that you have to take a step back and look at the entire situation. This 18-year-old, you have to be the adult in the situation and actually, you know, come to the the most rational outcome and don't have sex with an 18-year-old because I think that like Jeremy said, it's just their mindset is just it's completely different than a 15 year old. And I couldn't even um, attempt to even 
consider hooking up with an 18 year old? Yeah. You know, I have to, in further thinking about it, I thought of what would I do kind of situation. And I thought of an example, Jeremy, you may remember there was a guy back in the day and he, well, I could say it's this name that might trigger for your junior. He went by junior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he at the time was, oh my gosh, I think he was 21 and I was in my mid forties. So quite a big, he was early twenties, like 21, I think. Mm. And I was like 44 at the time. And I remember being at a bar in here in New York, here's who it tells you how long ago, because it was before Rebar on 19th Street. It was whatever it was G called Lounge. before. G Lounge, thank you. So it was then, and I was with my friend who's my age, and we were just having our night. Well, this 21-year-old and his friend were really coming on to us and just really making their moves on us. And the one in particular was, in fact, I think they needed a place to stay. So C tells you a little bit of the math. They were a little bit further like upstate New York and needed a place. So I let them crash in the middle of the night. The young one, the 21 year old that I'm speaking of came into my room. It was coming on to me. I mean, I went with it at the time because he was hot. <laughs> and we did I mean... try a little bit of this dating thing for a minute. Uh, he was lived in Puerto Rico and I went and visited him, but that first trip, I immediately knew, oh, hell no. We were just <laughs> like two sparks of communication going in opposite directions. I mean, I would say something and he would take it wrong. He would say something and I'd be like, what? And it was like Mars and Venus trying to communicate. It was going nowhere. And... Fortunately, we were able to remain a friendship after that. Like I left knowing, oh, hell no, but we maintained, and I ended up becoming kind of like this big brother to him for a period of time, which I, which I actually really liked. And, and I took it seriously kind of, and tried to help guide him as much as I could when he asked for advice, but I would have to agree that no, it, you know, move on, find somebody a little bit closer because you just know, know how fragile, think about how yeah. you were when you were 18. Yeah. I couldn't agree with yeah. you more. You hit on two things that I really kind of wanted to come back to when, when you are that age, you have to kind of consider your mind frame and what you, what you're actually looking for. You might not actually be looking for sex. You could be looking for a mentor. You could be looking for all these different types of things. And the second thing I kind of want to uh, hit home is uh, me and my boyfriend are 10 years apart. <laughs> it's already okay, but 10. Yeah, I know, but it's already hard enough. Oh, it's apart. already an yeah, issue. It's, <laughs> it's uh, like to be able to communicate the things that the cultural references that we have for one another are completely yes. different touchstones. So I, I say that he's, he is not a bad adult for looking, but don't touch. Yeah. It's an interesting question. Jeremy, do you have sort of a, I think you've talked about this before, I can't remember, but do you sort of have an age range that you kind of subtly limit yourself to? I mean, I feel like mine is probably around like 27-ish and goes up to like 45. And so you said where, you're 30. Yeah, and I'm 31. 
So that's going, just right. kind of okay. like my ballpark of where, but I don't rule out anything older than 45. I, but I definitely usually rule out younger than like 25 or 27, like right around there. Yeah, it's interesting. I have some advice that I'm asking from you guys in a little bit, but it's I tend to, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, I tend to look a little bit younger than my age bracket. Um, so I think right now I draw a little bit younger, but yeah, younger, I'm talking, I would go 20 years younger than me. Okay, two, and- two. <laughs> well, I mean, I would. So, yeah, I would definitely date somebody in their 30s, I think, um, mid 30s or so. But it would also have to depend on the person, too. We'd have yeah. to, I'd just have to see. Who knows? Um, w- w- more on that to come. Before we get to my inquiry on, we, by the way, we do give sex advice and relationship advice. We love doing it. You can email us, go to tagspodcast.com or DM us at tagspodcast on Instagram. We love giving solicited advice or unsolicited as well. <laughs> All right. The, <laughs> another Reddit thread came through that I had to get your viewpoints on. It's titled Casual Sex No Longer Fun. Hmm. So I used to think I'd be happier if I slept with many good-looking men. I've slept with many good-looking men, but I don't feel happy. I feel sad because I catch feelings and they mostly don't. Hmm. Speaking of the last story, sort of running through here, I've stopped sleeping around, quitting Grindr and all dating apps. How do you feel about casual sex? And there's a lot of different remarks on here. The one thing I think of when I think of this is Yeah, casual sex can, I can catch feelings too, because I think ultimately, if they stay over, I'm asking questions. I want to know all kinds of things. What are they like? Um, Where did they come from? All, everything. I get kind of into it. And that's why sometimes for me, when I wanted to have casual sex, it's been easier to have in sort of a sex club or a cruise bar where it's like cocktails, fun with friends, maybe go to the back room for a little bit for a little fun, and then repeat, rinse, wash, and repeat all the good stuff. And I can still go home, sleep in my bed, and feel like I didn't catch feelings for somebody. Because if I really did meet somebody, I would have chatted with them at the bar and then probably wanted to ask them on a date and go out, still sleep with them. But (laughs) I think... I've not, thought about crazy. that. I'm not crazy. <laughs> but I do think that for some of us, we are programmed to have catch feelings like that. Jeremy, do you catch feelings? Do you understand what this guy is saying? Casual sex is no longer fun or can you have it? And no problem. I think I can. I'm still in like where I can in the feelings of where I can have it and and not catch any feelings. But I definitely would be upfront with someone if I felt a certain way and like you said pursue it more like taking their number texting and like setting up other things to do rather than have sex afterwards after like the first time or whatever but I can also just do it and like you said go home and sleep in my own bed alone and that kind of stuff 
Yeah, I mean, that makes sense as well. I mean, I've always had this feeling, too, when somebody's left, whether I even wanted this to continue or not, where somebody is leaving, it's the morning after and or maybe, you know, four in the morning and they're leaving, (laughs) where nobody that person didn't ask for my phone number and it could have been, we could have had great sex. I mean, you know, that was great. And he's not saying, do you want my number or let's exchange numbers. And I can recall that moment where I don't know, I kind of sink in my thoughts like, Oh wow. So this is really it kind of thing. And, and I maybe didn't even want to have anything, but it was the fact that no one, thought to and maybe it's good because it's honest right because it's Mm -hmm. not maybe we realize that not like maybe i didn't even want to go out with this guy it's just it was what it was i think i have a little bit more i can relate to this person a little bit and that's why i have more my casual sex when i can in establishments versus bringing somebody home i think the new reiteration of me 3.0 is probably going to want to go on more dates and still maybe have sex but at least after i know if you like pets or not (laughs) over a glass of wine (laughs) perfect what are your thoughts on yeah you you, as the person who doesn't like dogs on the panel (laughs) give me a fish um so i don't like dogs either i know you don't that's not I, I can't believe my two co-hosts. I don't really like Where's any Link- animals. <laughs> Where's Lincoln when you need him? <laughs> Damn that is it. so funny. I always feel like the yeah. odd man out, we're, Jeremy. We're, we're, we're two for two. two oh, my God. I hate seeing... I hate seeing profile pictures with fucking dogs in them. I'm like, oh. well, I'm not. Yeah, so I'm not gonna do it. I was swiping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that crazy. No, uh, but Cody. Okay, you you basically said you me and you must be carbon copies of one another because I was <laughs> I was the type of person that if you come to my house and you sleep in my bed and we have sex, we are cuddling. I'm getting your number. I am. <laughs> I might meet your. <laughs> Mom, the next week we are we are basically <laughs> going to move in with one another within the next yeah. within a month. It's going down, so that's why I would go to out to the cruise bars and you know hook up with guys there. I've even fallen in love with guys that I've had sex not fallen in love, but I've gotten feelings for guys that I've had sex with in the cruise bars. I would constantly oh not constantly but i would text them it, it, it it's bad i'm a cancer through and through so oh i've learned to mitigate it i've learned to actually if people are not interested because everybody's wired differently and some people are can have casual sex and some people can't have casual sex this person needs to just take into account what type of person they are and move forward from there accept it and then let it go to jesus Oh, okay. Coming <laughs> out, coming off of Easter, the <laughs> right. Nice. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Just try and be a little conscious. I know it's hard after a couple of margaritas, but uh, I hear you. Okay. Well, time for my advice. And you know, Cody, you helped me create a grinder profile. And I have to be honest, I'm still just not there yet. Going on the like, I just. I don't spend a lot of time on my phone doing that kind of thing. And it's just not my thing. Um, I am excited because I'm, my ankle's doing so much better and I'm starting, I went to a, 
uh, rebar, which I was we were talking about a few minutes about ago, and I'm back to I'm gonna be going out more, so hopefully I'll meet more guys. There's a couple guys in LA that have been hitting me up. One, an old time, I would say really good fuck buddy who keeps asking me, when am I coming? When am I coming? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe for my nomination, I'll come. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Uh, For my nomination, I'll come out for that. And then I have another guy that I met while I was in Puerto Vallarta. And he messaged me. But, you know, I don't know. My question is, there's a guy downstairs in Whole Foods that I've chatted with for years. And interestingly enough i really like his company when he's a manager at whole foods he is i really like him he's attractive i he said he saw me once at the madame x tour he was with his boyfriend at the time he had said okay they're no longer together i'm i think he's single the one thing that's really kind of um compatible right now is he's seen me with my going in there with this I walk crutch. He seen me with my boots and mm-hmm. he, he also had surgery on his knee and we keep talking about recovery and all that. And we're really bonding on that. And I feel like the time is right to ask him out, but you know, not knowing a hundred percent if he's single or not. Um, we just really get along. What's your thoughts, Jeremy? Should I just ask him out or maybe not be so like asking out but we should get together sometime yeah you should definitely do something even if it's just like going to uh coffee the the wine bar around the corner or coffee across the street or like rebar for like a drink and an app or just something like that that's like just casual and like non-committal and just like something that you can just get to know him a little bit better. I love that advice because, you know, I still have to get my food. And I still have to go. <laughs> you don't I want to have to go. Hope and although I'm walking, I can't walk that far to Trader Joe's yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> and the last time I did, I fell and it was just like, oh, Lord, oh, here we no. go. So, I mean, for now, I got to keep it real and keep going downstairs. And Whole Foods is my store. So I like that idea of keeping it simple and like, we should get together sometime and grab yeah, I could drink. I'm sure, you know, he often closes the store at nine or 10 and it'd be a perfect time to get a glass of wine. I like that idea, but keep it casual and see where things go after that. Um, Cody, any advice for your nominated host? <laughs> we're all we're all nominated though, but of course. <laughs> yeah, but you're the captain. You're the captain of this ship. Okay, uh, captain, my captain. I say, I agree with Jeremy. Keep it simple. Keep it light for the first for the invitation but i also say do a little fishing captain oh my gosh i never i didn't know how how well that how that worked just you could lead with i don't know if if you're single but i would really like to hang out with you sometime and in that instance he'll be able to um his answer he'll be able to tell you whether or not he's single or and then you guys can take it from there you mean ask him if he's still single Well, I could just say, I don't know if you're single or not, but I would like to hang out with you in any capacity. Keep it open and and keep it light. And that way 
you get to know whether Ooh, or not he's awkward though so? i don't think that's awkward because if he but says, can't two people hang out and i could find that out on the date or on the hangout moment but do you really like, want to wait till the date to find out i do think he's a really nice guy and he, i think he would be a good friend that yeah. even if he was dating somebody and I mean, I mean, he's a really nice guy. Like, like, and I don't mean that in to down, like nice guy to me means I get along. Like, I feel like he and I, like his, we were going to talk about signs. We don't have enough time anymore, but, but I feel like our signs kind of match. Like, you know, Ah. we can have a nice conversation about stuff like that. And I feel like in the invitation, you can say, I don't know if you're dating anybody, but I don't want this to like, I would like to get to know you better in any capacity. We could be friends. We could be right. We could go yeah. down the road to, to more romantic things, but I just would like to, I think you're a cool guy and I would like to be friends with you. I would like to get to know you better. Yeah. I mean, I could say something like, you know, I remember the last time you said you saw me out was at the Madonna. Madam X to a Madonna and you were with your boyfriend and you said you you're no longer with them. Are you with anybody now? Something like that? I feel like that's too close. Like that is definitely I am asking you out on a date type. Oh I know. And it's the language is so it's so important and it's so like you have to get I say just do it. I say do it off cuff and just do what say what you feel in the moment. Well, either like in, but i also think you don't need to find out if he's freaking married on the spot at the grocery store <laughs> thank say, you very much with myrtle walking, oh, myrtle you know who lives next door to me walking by with her cart <laughs> and i'm trying to find out about if this guy's single or not and if we need to go to the wine bar or not i mean we're not gonna exact i know i feel yeah I'll i go think it's, it's just and I'll it can be breezy <laughs> Okay, Cody, you're coming over and we'll do that experiment first because you know you and I always can have a Lucy and Ethel moment. <laughs> okay, Thelma and Louise, you fucking bitches. Oh, yeah, or Jack and, 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 and what's her name? A Jack and Will moment. Yeah. What's her name? Karen moment. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so if you don't come over and the, we'll do that experiment and if not, I'm just going to do a casual thing and not express myself in front of Myrtle. Okay. So who lives two doors down from me, who's Jewish, and I, I don't want to talk, have that conversation in front of her. <laughs> Is her name really Myrtle? <laughs> no, but it's <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Myrtle the turtle. All right. Well, that's all the time we got. I will report back on how well I did or not. Cody will help me out or not. I don't know. So much to talk about. Do you. not forget to vote for us. We, I would really, you do have to sign up for the site, but you're going to get really great updates on the latest porn. Um, and it really will help us out. So go to Cybersocket Awards, cybersocketawards.com and vote for us as best sex podcast by me, Beth. We really appreciate it. And you're going to hear that a lot. But in the meantime, you can follow my co-host. Follow Jeremy on Instagram at jrosslopez. Follow Cody. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching or at Mr. Maurice for some chest shots of himself. (laughs) Always a good, watchful... 
Um, follow us at Tags Podcast. And in the meantime, guys, continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex. Yeah.